You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Like we always do about this time. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawksbeat Podcast. I'm your host, E-Dub, and this is episode number 12 of volume 6. And uh, just got some Hawks information to share for you guys for the next 20 to 30 minutes or so. And uh, first things first, we want to just appreciate you guys. Say thank you uh, for checking out the podcast. Uh, So this is how it's going to run from here on out. If you missed the last podcast, I made an announcement that uh, we're going to try to have a little bit more continuity continuity with the podcast, meaning that um, I'm going to do these podcasts every Sunday. So each Monday, you're going to make sure that you look out for a new Hogspeed podcast, right? (laughs) You want to look out for the new podcast because each Monday I'm going to have a fresh one for you. Um, Reason being is I was trying to scheduled a podcast based on games and what nights they had off and this that and the other just didn't really work for me so um i wanted to kind of be more structured with uh, how i podcast so i'm gonna do my podcasting every sunday which means you should get a fresh podcast every monday also um i'm going to be doing like any type of emergency podcast anytime a, a big story breaks something in free agency or anything of that of that uh any type of news like that uh i'm going to probably do emergency podcasts like that but for the most part podcasts are going to be coming out every single monday so make sure you subscribe to the podcast make sure you're following us on all of our platforms uh so you know when the podcast comes out also if you have not rated us as of yet 
We understand. We're not going to hold it against you. But we would love for you to go by Apple Podcasts, however you're listening to this, uh, whatever platform you are. Go by and make sure you give us a five-star rating. That really helps us as we try to you know, get our weight up in the podcast community. So, um, outline for the show, man. We're going to do some housekeeping uh, right now. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Nets. We're going to talk a little bit about, we're going to go into our mailbag. We got some questions. We're going to answer those and we'll look at the week at a glance. So uh, first and foremost, if you're new to the podcast, a large part of what we do is on the social media front. So we invite you to connect with our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I know you're wondering, what is your Twitter handle? (laughs) <laughs> the same thing as Instagram or Twitter. Instagram is the same at Hawksbeat. Uh, if you have questions, uh, if you have anything, uh, we, we normally live tweet during the games. We didn't really live tweet this game. We we're kind of back and forth between tonight's game and uh, the football game. So we didn't do too much tweeting during the game tonight. Um, Facebook for the Facebookers. If you're on Facebook, just go on Facebook and type in the Hawksbeat and then you will find our page. Hit like. And then you'll see the stuff that we post on Facebook. Now, I will say this. Out of all of our social media platforms, man, we're current. We're current on a good amount of content. It's not like some outlets, they have uh, social media platforms and it's very stale. You'll go on their Twitter page and they may not have a tweet from like August. (laughs) It's not us, man. We try to make sure everything is pretty fresh, pretty current uh, on all of our platforms. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We have we post after locker room videos on there. And last but not least, on the podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our podcast. We are on every single podcasting platform that I can think of. Uh, we're on iHeartRadio. We're on Stitcher. We're on Anchor. We're on all that jazz. So make sure that you are following us on um, all of our social media platforms. So um, I think that is about it with the housekeeping. So let's go ahead and get into this first segment we'll re- as we recap the Nets and the Hawks. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are back listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number 12 of volume six. Uh, tonight, the Atlanta Hawks took on the Brooklyn Nets and fall 108-86. to And let me just say this. If you watch this game tonight, kudos to you. <laughs> I mean, like, there was playoff football going on, like a really good football game, and you decided to watch an eight-win Hawks team take on a Brooklyn Nets team. Kudos to you. You are the real MVP. You are a real fan. Don't ever let anyone ever question your fandom. If if there is ever a situation in which people question whether you are a fan or not, you can say, look, on this day, 2020, I watched a Brooklyn Nets and Atlanta Hawks game over an NFL playoff game. Kudos to you. <laughs> Hawks win. I mean, uh, Brooklyn Nets win 108 to 86. And uh, just my thoughts real quick, uh, several things going into this game. Now, the Hawks were obviously without one Mr. Trey Young, uh, one without Mr. Dre, uh, Jabari Parker, and they're still without Bruno Fernando, who is um, who had a death in the family. So we're sending, first of all, we're sending thoughts and prayers out to Bruno. Um, I believe it was his mother that had passed. And um, so thoughts and prayers, man. I know how it is to lose a parent. 
and our thoughts and prayers are with Bruno, and we hope that everything is well with their family um, as they go through this difficult time. Um, so the Hawks were without Bruno, the Hawks were without Trey, and the Hawks were without Jabari Parker. Um, I'm going to just say this, man. This game was over when them cats got off the bus. I'm going to be honest with you. It was over when they got off the bus. You take away the production of a Trey Young, and you cannot replace that. You definitely can't replace it with uh, Brandon Godwin. Good one. Um, you just can't. And that's no disrespect to Brandon. Brandon is a guy trying to make uh, a footing in this league. But there was no way he was going to put up trade numbers. And, and I don't think anyone really expected him to put up trade numbers. You really just wanted him to kind of just come in and just keep the ship steady and hope that your guys can normally give you something better than what they normally give you. Um, I ran a little bit of the numbers, and I'm not much of a metrics guy. I'm not much of a stats guy. But there are times that I feel that they are important in an argument and in how we look at things. And so you're without Trey and you're without Jabari Parker. Uh, you take those averages, 29 points, 15 points, that's 44 points a game. Um, the Hawks are currently 23 out of 30 when it comes to scoring per game. They're putting up about 107 points per game. So what you take away Trey, you take away, you take away Jabari. We're not even going to put Bruno's stuff in there. Um, that's 41% of your offense. Off top, 41%. So you tell me, where are you going to get that scoring from? You're going to get it from Brandon. You're going to get it from Kevin, John, DeAndre, Cam. You're going to get that score. Like, this is 41% of your scoring on top of what these guys already give you. So, if John is averaging 19, is he going to chip? How much of that 41% is he going to give you over the 19? If Kevin Hurd is giving you 15, how much of that 15, over the 15, is he going to give you into that 41%? So, you're going into the game with the deficit already. Like, forget the mental aspect. Just from a number standpoint, you're going in there f with a deficit already. Not to mention that Kyrie Irving was back. So, <laughs> the fact that Kyrie Irving's back. And he wasn't just back. He was back back. <laughs> he was back back. He was 10 of 11 tonight. He only missed one shot. 22 points. And, uh, I mean, I'm mean, sorry, 21 points. And Kyrie is one of those guys who's, who there's certain guys in the NBA that when they're in their bag, when they are on their game, they are just unguardable. And I believe that Kyrie Irving is one of those guys. He's up there with James Harden, Kevin Durant. When they're in their bag, man, there's nothing you can do. And I think he may have been on a minutes restriction. He only played 19 minutes, but he didn't need any more minutes. Uh, 21 points, man. I mean, he, he just... He got to his spots. He was comfortable. He looked good tonight. Um, it was just total domination from the get-go. I mean, you can't expect... I mean, what are you going to do? Like, what is Coach Pierce really going to do when it comes down to it? And I mean, we're going to talk about Coach Pierce in the second segment. But, I mean, what do you do? There's nothing really you can do with a Kyrie Irving when he has it going like that. They're making their shots. You're not making your shots. Um, the Hawks shot 33% from the field, 25% from three-point range. Uh, nobody shot the ball well. So it's like, you're out. here's the thing. You already don't shoot the ball well. But you can't not shoot the ball well without Trey Young. <laughs> you don't have that luxury. 
Uh, shot 25% from threes, shot 33% from the field. And you just weren't in this from the jump. Like, when you got off the bus, you were already down 10. But kudos to Brooklyn, man. They took care of business tonight. 53% from the field. They shot 38 from three. They were, they were more active. They were just the better team from front to back. The Hawks did not have the advantage at any position. Um, if you want to look at one bright spot for the for the Hawks, it was Cam Reddish. Um, not just the fact that he had 20 points, but the fact that he was aggressive. Like, he was 4 from 8 from the 3. Um, but he was aggressive, and that's the Cam that you want to see. And it's like, what is it going to take for us to see that on a night-in, night-in, night and night-out basis? Um, I'll say time. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a freshman. I mean, he, he's a he's a rookie, but, like, for all intents and purposes, he is a college sophomore. Um, I, I get on cam when I, when I, sometimes, sometimes I, I'm just like, yo, man, this, this kid, he's a kid, you know? Um, 20 points from cam, but you got nothing from anybody else. Two points from Hunter, eight points from Collins, eight points from Hunter. I mean, Herter. Uh, Godwin gave you eight. I mean, nobody shot the ball well. Nobody did anything. Cam gave you a little spark, but that was about it. It's not too much to talk about in this game. Um, the Nets were just a better team. Do I think that the Hawks competed? I mean, they, they put up 86 points. Like, what, what what do you expect? All right? Like, if you're mad that they put up 86 points, if you're mad that you looked at it and say, oh, this team didn't really compete, like, what did you want? What did you expect, right? Did you expect something different? Did you expect for them to put up 120 do you expect them to put 107 like they normally do without training the lineup? And if you did, like, where was this extra firepower coming from? Where is it coming from? So these are questions that you just have to ask because typically after a Hawks game, when they lose, you get a lot of a lot of emotional tweets. You get a lot of emotional stuff. Oh, we got to fire the coach. This this guy is terrible. Why isn't coach doing this? Why does coach have this lineup out? Look, man, like what lineup, what special lineup out there is going to like give them the keys to victory? Like what, what golden lineup is out there that you think is going to magically keep this team in contention against a team that's just better than them? Like you're without Trey. You really had no business being in this game at all. Um... I, I wouldn't say that they mailed it in. I thought that they, they they played hard. I thought that they competed. There were several times in the second quarter that I saw uh, DeAndre kind of do some extra stuff. I saw Alex Lynn get on the floor for a, for a spare, for a, uh, for a loose ball. I saw Vince out there battling. So there are several things to let me know. Like, this team is still competing. They're just not that good. They're just not that good. And the sooner that you realize that, the sooner you will have realistic expectations about what to expect from this team. So Hawks get the, get the L, 108 to 86. And uh, what we're going to do is take a quick break, and we're going to come back. And on the other side, we're going to jump into some of your mailbag questions. So each week, I'm going to be asking you guys for questions. Uh, I appreciate the ones who sent some in. We're going to get into those, and uh, we'll be right back. Listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast. Episode number 12. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to hear from you. <laughs> where you can join the show. Um, if you want to get a question in uh, during one of our mailbag uh, segments, make sure you uh, tweet us at Hawksbeat 
and uh, hit us on Twitter or one of our social media platforms, and we'll make sure that we um, either answer the question on the pod or just answer it directly to you. Um, first question is from our guy, Ryan Thurman. What up, Ryan? Um, question says, can you explain how ignorant Channing Fry sounds? <laughs> now, in case you haven't been, uh, in case you've been under a rock when it comes to Hawks Twitter and um, the NBA player Channing Fry. Um, Channel Fry made some comments about Trey Young, uh, saying that, look, Trey Young is, shouldn't be in the all-star game because his team is low and team hasn't won that many games. And he's, he's averaging 28 and eight or whatever. And it's just, he shouldn't be that in the all-star game. He shouldn't be in the all-star game. So Ryan, my my thought, my, my, my explanation is this. She said, can you explain how ignorant Channel Fry sounds? I'll just say this, my man. Number one, this is Channing Fry. <laughs> Let me say that again. This is Channing Fry. Out of all the people that have come through the NBA and all the people that give opinions on the NBA, this is Channing Fry. You know? So everyone's entitled to their opinion, you know? Uh, his opinion just, uh, it just happens to be trash. But it's hard to. I'll say this. I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of one of the podcasts I listen to are the knuckleheads with Q Richardson and Darius Miles. And I like it because it gives a perspective on the NBA from a player's perspective. And one of the podcasts, they were saying, man, do you know how hard it is to average 20 points in the league? Like in the NBA, that is so really hard. Like it's hard. Trey's averaging 28 and 8 for the most part. You know, you round it up 29 and 9 if you if you if you do the adding. Like not only is he your best scorer, he's your best passer and he's one of the best scoring and best passing players in the league. Like don't don't go back and forth with Ryan. <laughs> don't go back and forth. Consider the source. This is Channing Fry. Don't waste your time, don't waste your energy on Channing Fry. <laughs> All right. Hope I answered your question, Mr. Eight Points and Four Rebounds, Channing Fry. Whenever you think that you're going to fire off some tweets, that you got some heat for him, remember this is Channing Fry. <laughs> Appreciate the question. Um, next question is from my guy, ATL Phil. Uh, what up, Phil? Um, he says, What can the Hawks get out of the rest of the season? And what do you think about fans losing their faith in Lloyd Pierce? All right, so I'll answer that first one about what can the Hawks get out of the rest of the season. So this is for me. Um, I hope that all the losing that they've experienced, I hope it makes them hungry. I hope it pisses them off, and I hope it makes them motivated. You know, um, one thing I said about the makeup of this team is that they don't have any dogs, right? They don't have a Damari Carroll. They don't have a, um, who was my guy that used to play for, for Memphis that I love? Uh, for Mr. First Team All Defense. I forget his name. But, I mean, they don't have any dogs on this team. You know what I mean? Just hard no dogs, and, and and I don't think that, and I think that's kind of a league problem. Like they don't, really, they're those those guys don't really exist anymore. But um, 
I hope it makes them tougher. Like this experience. I hope they learn. I hope Trey becomes a better leader from this season. I hope that that coach becomes a better coach from this season. I hope that the guys come out there hungry and more, you know, have more umph, you know, next season. But uh, that's what I hope that they get out of the rest of this season. Um, experience is key. And I think that people forget how key experience is. Um, look at LeBron, his rookie year, and look at how he is in, in the year 16 or 17, whatever year he's in. Like, it's two totally different people almost. Same guy, same skill set, but um, the mental the mental uh, ability, the mental strength, and the ability to... You know, just just try to just try to improve yourself every year. So I hope they get that from this season. Um, what do I think about fans losing their faith in Lloyd Pierce? I'll just say this. I've been very critical of people talking about Lloyd Pierce. And again, just like Channing Fry, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to your opinion. My thing is this. What are you grading him on? Most 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 tweets that you see from folks mad about Pierce comes after like a loss comes after like a loss, whether it be a blowout or like whatever, you know, it comes from an emotional place. Um, and my thing is, this: what are you grading him on? Like, are you grading him on last year, his first year in the NBA? Are you grading him? Are you grading his second year in the NBA? Where he's played the majority of the season without um, his second best player, his best rebounder, you know, his 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 inside threat with Trey Young and a bunch of guys with expiring contracts. Are you grading him on this roster that he has? Like, okay, <clears throat> and, and I get like, and here's here's the here's the balance that we need to that we need to find. There are times that he needs to take criticism for bad moves and bad things that he does. Like, I get that. And I'm with you. Like, in, like, the Orlando game, and he was like, yo, that loss was on me. Like, I get that. But just saying that he, he doesn't deserve to be coaching and we need to get rid of him. Like, who do you, like, who do you think you are? <laughs> who do you think that you are? Look at this roster. Who's going to come in here and, 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 and make this a 50-win ball club? You forget, like even Coach Bud, the coach of the year, only won twenty something games with with a, with a makeshift roster. Let's not forget, you know, that 2017, 2018 team with Coach Bud. Like that roster was trash. You won twenty four games, and Coach Bud is one of the best coaches out there in the league right now. So talent matters, guys. It matters. Um, and you know what? You know what? You know what will make Lloyd. Lloyd Pierce's offense better, better offensive players. <laughs> like you know what will make Lloyd Lloyd Pierce's defense better, better defenders. You don't have much of each on this team right now, so you know it's a process. You it, and it's painful. You know you have to be you have to be patient. But um, I would just say let let let's pump the brakes on getting Lloyd Pierce out of here. Uh, I don't say that I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't criticize Pierce if where, where it's not warranted, but I'm saying all the things that he needs to go, he needs to be fired. Come pump your brakes, man. Second year, he's not even he's he's in his second year. Like, let's pump the brakes. I think that he's a good guy. I think that he has a good feel for his team's personality, and I think he'll be fine. But uh, thanks for the question, Phil.
Last question is from Mr. Mike Bridge, Mike Bridges Sr. off of Twitter. Mike was fed up. <laughs> Mike said, look, he said, when are we going to try to get quality players and quit this rebounding, this rebuilding BS? <laughs> it's been too long. We're going to mess around and lose Trey if they keep on playing. Mike, I, I appreciate the question of my brother. I appreciate your passion and I appreciate uh, you taking time out to uh, <laughs> to uh, uh, listen to the podcast. I'll just say this, brother. It, it, it's tough when you're a fan to look at things objectively. And it's tough to look at a, at a situation when you have so much emotion invested. I will just say this. The rebuilding process, uh, it can be time-consuming unless you get a LeBron James or Giannis Antetokounmpo or a Anthony Davis, it's still no exact science to this. And let me just take you down a brief, uh, a brief uh, walk down memory lane. So this is 2020. We were only, we were in the playoffs four years ago, Mike. Like last year was 2018, 2019. Year before that, 2017. Um, so last season was Mike was was Lloyd Pierce's first year. We were twenty nine and fifty three. The year before that was the beginning of the rebuild, which was twenty. We were twenty four and fifty eight. That was a Coach Bud team, where your leading scorer and your your go to guy was Dennis Schroeder and Torian Prince. Like that was your guy, Torian Prince and Dennis Schroeder. Uh, are you gonna win a championship with those two at the helm? I mean, you probably could, but I don't think so. Like, nah. Nah, you're not going to win no championship like that. And I'm sure you agree with me. So you had to scrap that team. You had to build. You had to get rid of that contract from Plumlee. You had a lot of work to do. I think Travis did a he did a great job letting all those guys go. He was able to move the Bay's contract, able to move Dennis's contract, able to move Plumlee's contract. So by doing all that, you became a lot more flexible when it came to the money. <clears throat> the following year, this is year two of the rebuild. You finally have a, a face of the franchise, and that doesn't happen that quick. Usually, uh, it takes a couple years before you get a guy that we're going to build around. Trey is the face; he is the face of your franchise, and you got him in year two of this rebuild. So now, going into year two, you have your foundation. You have you're starting to build on something. You have the ability to pay free agents. You have um, you've gotten some contracts that are going to fall off the books. You got trade. You got John. Then you add two more pieces and Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter, who I believe are going to be good basketball players, good rotational guys that should be here for at least next three to five years. Hopefully um, you throw where you sprinkle on the little Kevin Herter. Once these contracts of Alan Crabb, um, Chandler Parsons, Evan Turner, once they fall off the books, you're going to have a, a ton of money. And then you're going to see exactly what um, what um, the GM, uh, Mr. Schlink, is made out of. So um, we're not... I, look, I know that it's tough right now. It's tough right now. This team is 8-32. and 32, But the rebuild, I mean, we, we were just in the playoffs four years ago. You know, and, and I, from, from all intents and purposes, you come back next year with this roster... Add a couple rookies, add a rebounder and a backup point guard, you're right back in the playoffs. Yeah, you may be like an eight or seven seed, but you're back in the playoffs. So you're not that far away, man. I think that if next year things don't make a drastic turn from twenty, if you're not 
looking 30 wins, knocking on the eighth seed or seventh seed of the playoffs, then I think you need to ask some serious questions. But uh, hang in there, and I think that um, I think that this thing will turn around uh, sooner than later. So trust in the schlink. <laughs> um, again, if you guys want to get in your questions for uh, the mailbag, make sure you tweet us at HawksBeat. Hit us up on Instagram or Facebook, and we'll make sure to answer those for you for next week. Thanks out to Ryan, uh, Mike, and Phil for getting their questions in. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, I'm going to take a, look, a quick break, and then we're going to look at the week at a glance for the Hawks, and uh, then we'll get up out of here. You're listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number 12. All right, welcome back to the Hawksby Podcast. Um, update on Trey, I didn't really see anything out there. Now, I understand that the injury wasn't really severe. Um, word on the street was that he was just sore coming back from D.C. So, look, you're on an 8 and 30 something win ball club right now. You don't want to run Trey into the ground just for the sake of running him into the ground. You know what I'm saying? you got to kind of handle this thing with care. And if this thing, if it's sore, you know, don't, don't push it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no rush. You know, make sure that he's good, you know. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll update that as we hear from it. Uh, if we hear anything from the Hawks PR, we'll make sure to tweet that out and get that out on our social media platforms. As far as the Hawks week at a glance, it looks like this. So, tonight, uh, they played in Brooklyn. They'll go home tonight. They'll have Monday off. And then Tuesday, uh, they have Phoenix coming in town. We'll be covering that game um, on Tuesday night. Uh, they'll have Wednesday off. They'll travel Friday. And then, I mean, they'll travel Thursday. And then Friday, they will play the San Antonio Spurs. Um, after the Spurs, they will head on a plane and take on, uh, come back home and take on the Detroit Pistons on Saturday, which is the second game of a back-to-back. So looking at the week at a glance, they have three teams that they play and all three of those teams have sub-500 records. Uh, Phoenix, 15 wins. San Antonio, 16 wins. Detroit, 14 wins. Um, however, I don't think that they'll be favored in any of these games. Um, I do my little 5-5 five and five segment. Uh, so I think I had them beating Phoenix uh, as far as, you know, who I think that, you know, the Hawks are going to beat. So uh, hopefully they get this dub in, in, on Tuesday against the Phoenix squad, who plays them really tough, you know. Uh, Phoenix been playing some ball as of late, so we're going to see exactly how this thing goes. But make sure you're following Hawksbeat on all of our social media platforms and uh, subscribe to the podcast and everything. I want to thank you for checking out the podcast. If you, this is your first time in, we appreciate you. Make sure you to, to re, uh, retweet the podcast, <laughs> make sure to reshare it, and all of that stuff is greatly appreciated. Um, until next time, guys, we'll see you when we see you. Peace and love. You've been listening to the Hawksbeat Podcast, episode number 12. I'm your host, Edub, and uh, peace and love, guys. We'll see you when we see you.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.